And again, here's sponsor shout out to Collect the Bear Bahamas and cause like the official bear, the NBA, my favorite sport. And today we have one of my, f- well, I mean, we cool, but he don't know, like, he's one of my favorite rappers, right? So, right? yeah, but I appreciate that, boy. So, I think Muggle like me, was what year? 16, 17? That was technically, I wrote it in 2014. So, mm. it was, I, I'd say it's 2014, but it came out in 2015. Right. So, as, as, my, as my people here don't know, I really started Who That in 2015. So, I had just come out. And when I came out Who That, I always focused on people I know, my friends, right? right. So, you, as you was doing your rise, like, I was like, let me take care of my people first, right? Mm-hmm. But, but I was paying attention to you, right? So, I was um, working to, um, uh, well, I could call them because they didn't sponsor it. So, BDC, right? BDC at the time. And I was talking to my coworkers, like, wait, this, this young baby. But you know, like he, he doing tours, like he doing school tours, like island tours. So talk to me about mugger like me, like 2014. Talk to me about why at that time in your life you said, you know what? I gotta write the song, like, and and I, I ain't gonna just be joking with it. I take this serious. This music thing serious. The, the thing about it is, I it wasn't even really my decision at first to take it serious. Like trust me, this this out of time now. When I say 2014, I was 14 in 2014, mm-hmm. just going um into junior school and really and truly just getting off, you know, because. I, I look back now at my life and realize I always had like this music influence in my life, but I really started to tap into it a little bit when I, I'd say that would have been great. Eight, nine, when mm-hmm. we started to like rap battle at school and stuff like that. And then I decided to actually write music. Mm-hmm. And in December, I decided to write a song. And that was around that time when I do Muggle and then. January I recorded and I'd record that I did had a Samsung Y at the time wow. and then I laptop <laughs> to play the, to play the instrumental and then I sent it to DJ Sean who's playing on um jams now right, right. and I sent it to him and he put the instrumental under that what would have been a just an audio on WhatsApp or something like that and that was what the audio I put together and put on Facebook mm-hmm. and let's say by uh, like two weeks because I was trying to play basketball around that time. Mm-hmm. By two weeks, I remember we went to BA and the students was recognizing me singing the song wow. and this kind of why, wow. like in, in a matter of no time, like I was like, just like, wow. Like, I, you know what I mean? And mind you, I wasn't, cons- I wasn't thinking about, all right, soon I could be doing shows and this, that, <laughs> and next. I just, nah, in my head, I won't play basketball. So mm-hmm. I just playing ball nine. Next thing you know, going to the next school and people was recognizing you and around that time, I think uh, they was doing the softball championship, and I mm. noticed like certain people was recognizing me. I was like, "Wow!" And what came up was our sports day at the end of the month. We had our sports day, and we had it at our school. I don't know why we didn't go to the sports center that year, but anyway, mm-hmm. we had it by the school. And shout out to my friend Michael. He told me he was like, "But perform this song because my." teacher mr sterling wanted me to perform the song and i wasn't feeling it because i was saying to myself yeah yeah i was like but i i know if i want to say these things in front of my teachers or nothing like that and michael just was like but just do it dog and i go on there perform the song in front of my teachers i mean well the students everybody and then one of the students recorded the vibe put they posted on social media and that was the video where my former managers ended up seeing i think i saw that yeah, that was the video that reality saw. We mm-hmm. end up having a conversation. He told me about exile and everything that they was um trying to do at that time. Mm-hmm. Him and Charlie Brown. And then 
At first, but with everything that was going on in my life, yeah, I didn't. Like, you still in school, like, yeah. and, you were, and you were shakes and hoop drinks, like, basketball is what I really want to do. Like, I, yeah. I just Real talk. And then, at, the, at that time, my aunt did just pass away. Mm-hmm. So, I, I was really and truly seeing my mummy, like, in a very depressed state. And that was new for me. And then we was moving out of our house around that time too so it was like too much things happening so many too things, much things, too much things. things. <laughs> i was just like wait I, and and it was so crazy because around the time when we were supposed to be having meetings and linking up and actually talking about it i remember it was must be like two times where i missed it and i felt like man nigga think i joking yeah, and slugging, yeah. i said you know what man I, I can't i remember messaging them one time i said man i can't do it like i i, I can't do it i i don't think i i just feel like too much it, 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 on. Right time, yeah. i can't do it and it was like nobody we believe in you and we feel like, you know, we, we, we have these ideas and we feel like once you listen to us, we could really do some great things. And mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> yeah, because, because, you know, and I agree. Like I, at that point, like you said, you're dealing with like moving, you're still in school with basketball, you, you, you're grieving your aunt, you're seeing your mommy's side. So you, you can't really process the future right now because you're never. I'm only 15. Yeah. I'm only 15, but I, I, I end up trusting them. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Yeah, shout out to them because it's, they they gotta be like, yeah, this boy ain't really serious. I could just go. go real shout out to them, but yeah. for real, because that that was the turning point mm-hmm. where you know we started working together. And like I said, Muggle at first was just a voice note, so we really yeah, recorded like you, it. Yeah, like you wasn't in, in the studio. You just like record that and put that on the radio and then go on viral. And it and then we re-recorded it, and then next thing you know. We did gone, and then it was don't go by Gaza. The guys go by you, and then after that, uh, I think after that was break it back, and then next thing you know, we was doing a feature with Ronnie, mm-hmm. and that like and I watching all these things happen, and all these shows started to come up and thing too. Mind you, I did one show. I actually did one show before I signed with Exile, and mm-hmm. that was at CH Reels. I remember, okay. but yeah, like after you know we came together, it was an artist development contract, by mm-hmm. the way, and. We, we just, like, I just watched the ball started to roll. And mm-hmm. I knew all of this was just happening so fast. So we're talking about the, the, the tours, the shows that like you happened from island. Was it island island or was it school to school? It was both. Both. Like, both for sure. My first show in Freeport, I think, and it's crazy how this happened, right? In December around that time, I think the show was, let's say, Saturday. And I had exams that Monday. <laughs> Like that's how really that was set up, and but I remember um, Christopher Martin was on the show. Oh, I did wow, open up for Christopher Martin. Yeah, but it was really solid, and um, uh, we did end up meeting and end up talking and everything like that. I, I did still. I think I still have his contact and stuff like that. Any, any, every so often, if I wanted to talk to him about something or whatever, I, I you know, hit him up here and there. But it wasn't like. Nothing really cool, um, you know, tight or anything like that in the past years. I ain't a front and yeah, carry on like, yeah, but that's yeah, my boy. That's like, my dog, I, you know, yeah, like, yeah. no, we he, met, he, you know, the first yeah, yeah. a few times we get to speak on a level, you know. But that's but, not good because as a, as a good mentor, Harvard, even, even in the shop, it's place of time, you can just mm-hmm. be like, wait, how you feel about this? Yeah, yeah, but that, that was the first show I had on off the island. And then next thing you know, <clears throat> the school tours came, I would say, like two years. Uh, was it 2018? Like about 2018, mm-hmm. because now nah, keep in mind, it's like 2015 yeah, when this yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. And then going into 2016, the ending of that year, <laughs> the Freeport show, then next thing you know, we was going to Luther. We went, we went to all, all, like a, most of the mm-hmm. islands. Yeah. We went and Andres, we always, and Andres, we always was in Andres. And 
we just was going from island to island and then the school tour started like in about 2018 2019 we went to like a few of the schools did huge performances and but when i say like the best like the best performances ever the time i had the times of my life on stage and you were still in school yeah but mostly like i graduated in 2018 yeah yeah and yes you know the pandemic started in 2020 yeah shows still was going on in 2019 i left the label in 2019 but Mm -hmm. shows still was going on even afterwards and I mean, I like I say, it, it, it was a lot going on. Other island tours, which, which island was your favorite? That's a good question. Other than home, other than Nassau. I appreciate that. Like, that's a great question. I'd say, Mudo. I'd say, boy, Andres. Andres, yeah. Like, I, I, I remember. Is I it lo- the people or, or the, just the, the, the location? I like the location because the food, I, not no no this to the other well, yeah, islands. Yeah, so the, I haven't been to much islands, but I'm just food like I love yeah, but I, and I went during a regatta. Oh yeah, that was that must have been right. And it was in different events too, but I went to a regatta, mm. but and I was like, Mado, they 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 sent us with that food to the room, and I was like, Mado, <laughs> like yeah, this going on, and then they they have a different kind of energy down there too. So like it was just so much energy while we was getting on stage and mm. when we came off stage like you had the elders and the young people coming to us and saying you know y'all doing a great thing and all these stuff so mm-hmm. i i really like andres for that and before we get to the because i don't want to know about the ronnie story but before we get to that i just want to talk about like you said earlier you know, you grew up around talking about that growing up around music and how you you know influ- and most people is the church but was it for you for church or was it other other type of music influences for you i don't want to say church mm-hmm. but church music because okay. my parents, I ain't gonna lie, like they, they I, I would say they always played music around me. So mm. I, ain't gonna, I remember for sure playing, um, my parents playing all of Donnie McClurkin mm. and um, with the Kirk Franklin and all these stuff. They had all the gospel CDs. And two, might be a surprise to a lot of people, but they really supported the gospel Bohemian artists from here. So mm. I remember growing up listening to Landlord albums. Nice, remember nice. listening to Monty G albums and because they had these CDs, like mm. all the Christian mass of them and whatever like that. And we was, I wouldn't say we was really active in church. Like I wasn't in the choir or nothing like mm. much, but we used to go to church. We used to go to church a lot. Mm. And I remember them having these CDs and listening to so many songs. Like, wait, when we need peace to drop, like I... Big time, big time, both you Listen, but I remember loving that song so much when I was young, and my parents could tell you that, bro. And it's it's like, I remember. I look back now, and I remember those times, and I think for sure that was a um a part of it. And then with my cousins, I have a lot of cousins too who used to come over because <clears throat> we um I'm from Abaco, mm-hmm. and my cousins my cousins would come over from Abaco, or if they live in the Nassau, they would come over still. Cause like I would say our house was kind of like that hub you okay, know everybody yeah. in the family the have family like house. that one house yeah, everyone, that everybody would come to yeah. at times you know i i feel like our house was that at some point and cousins was come true they watching all these different stuff and they come and bring in the music because they were a little older than me so mm-hmm. they come in with the music that they know and they used to make i was that cousin that they would make dance so they used to make me dance when i was younger and thing too so i learned big, pop, big poppy show you know what i mean learning the music and they making me dance and and mind you i would think i would be crazy to think that that was just that like that was that that that's a coincidence and that ain't something that would have prepared me for the day to be on a stage because mm-hmm. i feel like i look back at that and i say mother i would say you do have a really good stage presence like you ain't you ain't gonna cut up your own go just stand there and no you could perform like you could be i appreciate active on stage. that yeah real talk and I, I i realized that after the years i was like wait these days when my cousin everything used to be getting off was preparing me for this day because mm-hmm. just 
you know, joking around like that. And then, like I said, getting into school side of it now, English was always my favorite subject. So mm-hmm. writing, I, I, I like creative writing. And then when I started to get into poems, I, I wrote a lot of poems at first. And then, like I tell you, in junior school, we started to do like rap battles mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that. And when I say to myself, all right, we write some raps. That was when writing music started for me. And I would have been age about 14, 13, 15, around that time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I was like... I like I, I like music and then too I would say for sure like my 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 music catalog came from of course you know living in the Caribbean bro your neighborhood could have one party yeah yeah, yeah. Y- you might have been real one neighborhood party and for us I feel like we was blessed because our next door neighbors when I say every every couple of months it mm, was a party big, big body so you know DJ all sorts of different music playing and i remember i just think back even to now where i hear certain songs and i just be like but where i hear that from mm-hmm. like i remember now looking back and hearing certain songs on the joyride rhythm and thing and i remember this and i like wait where i remember this and then i remember that memory like oh that party next door that party next door yeah. and my cousin them and my older brother too he was really into music and you remember them big cd case i, I had i had Matri. my tree my older brother recipe he, he was a dj so he used to bring me like the wow. Baker boy cds and stuff like that mm-hmm. my condolences yeah, by man. the way but my brother too he had like a lot of cds and stuff so i feel like all of that had to do with the influence on me why i decided to get this much into music and then i found out later down that my grandparents was also like musicians so, oh yes and like, i didn't even know when i blood. started it but I, blood. but I realized not in the blood how, how did your parents feel about you your music approach being rapping i mean like i said you grew up in gospel mm-hmm. and you was doing poems so they might think but it's some smoking words stuff. <clears> but how did they feel that you was rapping i mean like you, was, you don't do the raga raga cascaras rap you yeah like, you know like, <laughs> i mean especially we'll get to the type of rap you do Mm-hmm. Um, how how did your parents take to that? Like, was there any hesitancy? Like, because of course, the rap and hip hop has a have a, a bad you know, reputation sometimes. Like, right. My parents, like my first CD album was um Fifty Cent Get Rich or Die Trying. Oh boy, take, she's a, she oh, takes boy. that. She takes that. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I buy that. I save buy that, and she takes that from me. So I start burning CDs. Yeah, I, I could only imagine. But my parents, that's one thing I could appreciate them for. They were very receptive with it because, believe it or not, I didn't. I didn't think that they would have been. So when I first started to write music and get into it, I didn't tell them that that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And like I say, all of this was happening. Notice in the time of me telling you I voice note the song and post it and do it. I never say, I tell my people is this what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. They found out from their co-workers. Hey, and that's Real yeah. talk. They found out from my, their co-workers. And then when I remember I tell you, I did one show before, the, before yeah. I got signed to Exile. And when I told them I had this performance for this and... This, that's when the conversation came about like, yeah, this this what I doing or whatever. But they took it really well and they was really supportive. Like, you know, they anytime when it came to stuff like that, they didn't they didn't put much of a pressure on me, especially once school was straight, once they made sure um once I made sure that school was straight, they didn't mind me taking trips mm-hmm. and missing school maybe this day. Or whatever, if I have to make an appearance on certain times. Because I remember through the week, my classmates will definitely attest to this. If they, you know, watch the episode, they'll tell you, yeah, but I remember certain days throughout the week in school when Trey missed this day or missed that day. And next thing you know, I saw him on TV that night or yeah, yeah, yeah. this kind of vibe. So, yeah, they was very supportive with that day. And they would never say, oh, I ain't on this run or this time the next, blah, blah, blah. So I appreciate them a lot for that. They could have really just say no, you in. So this is a side of the cause for the segment, cold hard facts. And the cold hard mm. fact about cause that it's called a silver bullet. Okay. Do you drink well? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but I want to get to a cold hard fact about you. Did you know, and I don't know if you know this, 
I interviewed a lot of Bahamian rappers. I know a lot of Bahamian rappers. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think I don't know if it was jealousy or animosity towards you, but it's like this young boy coming up, and he I don't know if it's like party or like mm. like it's, like he was getting off. And a lot of rappers was not really feeling that too much. I don't know if they ever told you directly when your friends tell you, but there was like always oh, this. I know. So how 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 did you feel about that? <laughs> but to this day, to this day, like honestly, I, like okay, I could say the past me would look at it and feel like, oh, but you know, you know, I don't care this time the next blah blah blah. But honestly, being more mature and understanding myself more. And having so much love for the industry. And when I say the industry, I don't mean just internationally. I mean like local. the local industry. I stop and I look at it and it's like, I feel why you feel that way. You know mm-hmm. why? Because here it is, this young dude. I I listen and I got and I so I, I I big up to all of the people who in the industry who take the time out to actually have conversations with me and tell me about the times of the past because I wouldn't be able to know what was going on between two thousand like I said you two thousand nine you was in school like you was young though because I was a I was a baby during this time so I wouldn't be able to tell you about Charlie's or the 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 summits with yeah. these all sort of things these yeah. seminars would used to go down and whatever like that and dudes tell me about how hard it was to get on radio. Mm-hmm. They tell me about it. They tell me about how hard it was to get on, to get these certain things, what they see in this young dude get. Easily. So, and and the thing is, it's like, even I didn't realize all these things that was going on at that time because, mind you, coming up in this social media era, I feel like a lot of things, I, I, coming in at that time made things totally different. Of course, you came in at the right time. Cause, cause you see like what you I'm said, saying? Like, you just said it perfectly. <clears throat> you recorded it with, on true what's happening and put it on Facebook. You see what I'm saying? Like something dead simple, something I ain't really put thought mine into really that much. But I say to myself, you know, I, I, I still show love to any artist. You know what I mean? And I've heard things and I even like got this like mm-hmm. I, I i i see i see people show ill feelings and ill you know whatever toward things and i just say to myself like wow all all i would say to them though is that look at it like this but i i i from here too mm-hmm. all, i yeah. my lighters get cut off too i suffer too i i you know what i mean i go through the i and the same administration you under i go through the same things you go through but and all I want is the same success you want. And all I want you to know is that we could do it together. Rather than you feeling like you need to be separate from me or we are in competition with each other. Know that way. Together, we really more powerful. Because here it is. I as a young dude, like I say, had I known more things about the industry, like, or had, let's say, some other young dude. Because I'd say I started to learn more and get deeper into the industry and the history of it from like 16, 17, I started to get deeper into stuff. There's other dudes now who coming up though, who don't know nothing about the history. and don't know nothing about the past. And there's some dudes who would look at these young dudes and feel a certain kind of way toward them, but you have something to offer him. Just and, and guess what? Inevitably he'll have something to offer you. And I feel like we could have had great connections over the years together in the industry with certain people if maybe they just didn't feel a certain kind of way. Yeah. Like, and, what, like instead of their first reaction, be like, how are we going on radio already? And I just, uh, you know, you could just like, hey, babe, I, I appreciate you doing it. This is how it was before. And then you might have some tricks to teach. Like I say, all dog can learn new tricks. Real you talk. can teach him about the ways of like, just put your stuff on social media, let it build some buzz and like, stuff like that, you know? And, and, and it's crazy because, I mean, you know, guess what? Ronnie Butler era would tell, you know, Gino D era that they all got it easy. Mm-hmm. And Gino D, their era, can say to me, 
we got it easy. And then when young cats come up under me, I can end up telling them, but y'all got it easy. Because they got streaming services? Like, bro, you know, it's only going to get easier and easier and easier. But I really feel like the energy came. It, it was just a time without being, you know, with saying this with no ego at all. But I feel like in that time with what was happening, it really had a lot of people looking in the mirror. Mm -hmm. They had to now come face with, okay, is it me or is it that something is against me? And a lot of people took the side of something being against them. All oh, the radio stations don't support. All oh, the behemoths don't support behemoths. But they did not end up taking the accountability for themselves and saying, hey, maybe is it something that I'm doing wrong? Because guess what? I feel like people gravitated toward what I was doing at that time and what everything, what Exile was doing was because we was authentically that, us, that really, bro. Really, I, me? The reason why I, I like, your, like your stuff was because of me. I could hear... The 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 the, the direct pure. I can hear you saying "boy" and "why" and thing, and you without trying. Because so force many it. so many behemoth artists, rappers, and even just regular, they they run from the the dialect, you know, because mm -hmm. they they're trying to be more palatable for the stakes. They, they don't say the "boy" and "why," but I love to hear that because that's how we speak. And 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 even with that conversation, right? Believe it or not, if you can, if you see America receive someone like Shaggy. And I Sean Paul so much. Paul, yeah. Why you think you can't go on a song and say Mother Sick and catch their attention? Like, the only reason why the, the industry in, I guess, to where we really want it to be is because, first of all, we young as a country. We, the, 45? 40, 40, 48, like 40 about, you know? We ain't, 50, we ain't even 50 yet. You know? so, exactly. Yet. That's something to definitely consider. And, then, and another thing I want you to consider, too, when I found out this piece of information, I said to myself, you know what? There is a fight against us, but there are still ways that we could push through. Did you know that at the time when Sir Sidney Poitier, the first come out, they didn't want his movie to air over here? Mm -hmm. That speaks volumes, mm -hmm. bro. That speaks volumes that they didn't want us to see a black Bahamian man on the big screen. The first black man to ever win an Oscar? You feel what I'm saying? So that's something to really stop and consider because it's, it's, something, it's something great when you could see Timmy and... Trey and twin them and all these kind of things having their own empowerment and not having to rely on you see what i'm saying so i feel like yeah they did they really did kind of want to keep us back mm -hmm. but there are still some people who push through i also think we don't have enough people like i my mentor told me i wouldn't that. say that you know why i wouldn't say that mm -hmm. Four hundred thousand people listen to one song three times how much that equal but that's my point so my mentor told me that only 10 percent of each population cares about the creative arts so 10 percent of hundred thousand only is four thousand Four thousand, right? Yeah. Now, how can we say that when Pod and I got over four hundred thousand views on YouTube? Hey, talk. Hey, talk that. I didn't know that's how much they got. Talk. You see that. what I'm saying? How can we, so you telling me that that would have to mean that these four thousand people listen to that song how many so times? times? Or that means that we we he had massed among uh, he had he had gathered a more amount of four thousand in order to reach that because right. it's like, bro. We got to remember that we're not just reaching the Bahamas anymore. You have now. the Caribbean. Yeah. You have Miami. You have Europe. You I, have I think the that's world, what we, we need right? to focus because, like, I am happy about Miami. People don't know that we built Miami. Like, all the all the people to... I think, I think, that's I think, literally... I think it's 21. How like, much have the names of this? The, the Miami City? Are that 21? Like, 16 were Bahamians. So, like, we built Miami. So, of course, we were, we were based in Miami. We all should have fight our Caribbean brothers, like... Who better than what? But all of us have the same struggle, you know, like Jamaicans, Trinidadians, all of them. So imagine if we, imagine if the Caribbean came together. Like we always try to worry about the billboard charts and so. What if there was that one type of charts in the Caribbean? You could only imagine how different. I love the be. sound of that. 
Like we Bro, like like I, I, Afro, I'm glad you said like that. the Afro beats finally touching the Billboard right, but, but before mm-hmm. that they had Africa unlock and they had Europe unlock, so mm-hmm. they have those. It's a big feat to make the Billboard, but they ain't waking up every day and saying, "Hey, I want to make the Billboard." Because I went to Grenada before Africa rift up. All right, and this girl, she was only about sixteen, seventeen. She did not perform that job. She performed every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and she practiced the rest of the day. So she's making like five hundred dollars a week. Wow. She was 17. She just graduated college. Oh, real, she, real, real, real. Like, over here, we got to work a, work a job. And then I know the artist who was performing at night. She didn't have to worry about... And where did you say? Grenada. What, guess what their population is? I don't know how much. Less than ours. Wow. Less than ours, bro. Wow. You see what I'm saying? So, so and, think and, and, about so that. So your comment made me think back to the government. The government put in place certain things, certain things mm-hmm. for them to be able to work for that. And I, I met her, so there was this thing over here called MMTS. I mm-hmm. met her through that. She literally was... She'd One, sit, 1,112, by the way. Wow. She sings Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and she practices Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, on Sunday off, and she makes $500 a week. Bro, 1,112 people. And now yeah. think about, think about all the statistics you talk about when it came to us. Think about the fact with all of that when it came to us. Now, that's what they're doing with 1,012 people. St. Lucia has less than that, boy. Think about St. Lucia and their music industry, boy. Shout out to all It's them. really, to me, just a consciousness thing. Yeah. Because guess why? The, 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 the attitude of ones in Grenada and ones in St. Lucia, you know how to let... I'm, I'm sure she didn't get those opportunities by herself. Someone no. mentored her. Of course. Someone groomed and her. Like I said, the government had a whole other situation. They had... They, they didn't even have a stipend if you're creative. These kind of things. You see what I'm saying? So... It's like, I feel like, and also going back on the history of, you know, having these links or whatever like that. I also heard that, you know, on a historic vibe, I think, I think somewhere in the slave trade, I think we have some link to North Carolina or so, bro. Yeah, they say like, bongi. I show you. They say so tote. Did, did you used to watch them Gala Gala Island when you was younger? I, I know, but I've just saw the so, vibe recently. So I have to research it more, but like the Gala people, the Gala Gucci people, they have a lot of time. They, 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 they sound exactly like us. They do. They, they sound, it so, is so the link, people, so Gala Gala, I was short over here, but the people were from, the, they weren't Bahamians, but it was in the Bahamas, but they were they not. that here? Yeah, but it's not, not well, don't quote me, I'm pretty sure, like I like 80% sure short there, but. Um, they were North Carolina people and they sound exactly like us. That's the Gullah Gucci exactly people. Exactly like us. And, and, and that's what I'm trying to show you. So if I go on a track right now talking about Bungi, talking about Tote, talking about Teens and whatever like that, bro, it's a clear chance that someone Miami, in North Carolina I know yeah. understand me now. The popula- if I go find you in the population of North Carolina and the population of Miami, t- t- tell me about those statistics yeah, now. That's all it much. is... All it is, is for a group of people to believe in each other, to say to themselves, yo, this could work. Mm -hmm. This could work. Not this something that I doing on the side and I ain't really sure about it. Like, I always just go back to this, you know, if you look in reggae or if you look in rap, bro, Bounty Killer, if it wasn't for Bounty Killer, we wouldn't get Vibes Cartel. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for Vibes Cartel, we wouldn't get Popcorn. If it wasn't for, I just found out recently, if it wasn't for General Degree, we wasn't going to get Garnet Silk. Right. Like, if it wasn't for for Jamaicans, we wouldn't have rap. You see what I said? A a Jamaican started rap and went basement in New York. And you know what I mean? Like, but do you understand how great that is to hear, bro? If it wasn't for general degree, you wasn't going to get a great artist 
like Ghana Silk. Mm. If it wasn't for Vibes Cartel, you wasn't going to get a great artist like Spice. You wasn't going to get a great artist like Popcorn. Okay. You understand that right now, bro, there's people lives that are attached to yours, right. which means that there's things that you have to do and know that you have to involve somebody else in it because it's like a domino effect with the blessings. Right. I know that there's someone that I may be able to help who can either be larger or just as large as me. And that's what it's about. Look at Drake and Nicki Minaj. You notice that they're the two artists that is support every new artist. And, 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 and it was for Wayne, we wouldn't have them because exactly because Wayne to put them on. And it wasn't exactly. for, for Birdman. It's so crazy. And and then and, and, and that's exactly how it's supposed to if go. If Jay Z didn't sign J Cole, J Cole wouldn't have Ari Lennox on Ex- him. And, and that's Bath, exactly how it's supposed to be. That's literally the formula right there, bro. And even I'd say it for me in a little bit. Like if you think about reality, being the artist, you know what he was at that point in time, and now deciding to mentor me, it's like. I, I, I get why, you know, a lot of people might think that things was lined up perfectly, for lined you. up perfectly or easy or whatever like that, because, bro, I don't think that there was anybody better who could have show me the ropes, bro. Reality knows the ropes. Charlie Brown, they know the ropes when it comes to the industry. So it's like, that's how things supposed to be, though. Like someone should have showed you the ropes. Right, right. You need to show somebody the ropes. And Same... then you show somebody else. Exactly. And, and guess what? When we really start to be more selfless rather than being selfish, it's like, bro, trust me, the world is ours, bro. And oh, by the way, who was it? Pinchers. I don't know if you ever heard. A Gringles and Pussero. Yeah. He's the one who put on general degree. Wow. So it's like, bro, it's th- 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 that domino effect is a must. But how can we think about it now where that was happening in this industry? You don't find that much with the mentorship. And guess what? When we start to see that more is when you really start to understand where, all right, it's just this whole this whole movement can happen baby, because everybody everybody gotta know we all connected to each other it didn't make no sense being against each other so all of that baby. but I mean I, I know that there's a shift happening in the industry like you know Jamie C I saw you had on the show the other yeah, day like yeah. there's so many people do, Devonia them doing so many great things bro so inevitably we're gonna be successful because it ain't like how it was no more where only one or two studios you could go to to record things or only one they've always talked about she's she's done like the five she's like four more to go to so it's more more hubs people to go to and create yes so that and and because of the birth of these things and like i said we young as a country so i feel like you know a lot of things like you um were saying like with government in the other country like a lot of things in legislation need to change and stuff like that and, but, and so, those countries are also much 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 older than us yeah so if you think if you take all of that into consideration i think we're doing very well knowing that we had a t connection knowing that we had a bahaman knowing that we had a i just learned about this other dude just got alfred big. Alfred, Friday um, some, uh, uh, some, some, I forget the name of the guy, but he's from Freeport and I think he was on Bye Boys, Bye Boys, What mm-hmm. You Gonna Do? Something like oh. that. I forget the name. Someone I, I just, don't know, but what is this thing now? Johnny, Johnny Cash. Yeah, that, that's it. another dude. Top 10. Tony top, McKay was on Rolling Stone. Too much, too much, um, too much, um, yeah, rock, rock guys listening to this weekend, Johnny Camp. Tony McKay was on Rolling Stone. Like, yeah, you have so many, so many behemoths to be proud of, but I feel like the, another thing too, we need to be informed of that. I feel like we need more knowledge. We need, we, we need, we need more his history on our culture and not just like Dara Waxing. We need more on about the creative part of our culture. And that ain't our culture. I mean, that ain't our history no. to, 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 to per se. No. If how many, how many of us? How many generations done go on past before from 1492? You know what I mean? How how many? How you people, know? How you know them people? All them people who were gone in Europe and it's a different type of people. There. So you, you, it it is legit that, but I mean, I would say 
you know, some people may have a connection or whatever, but our history is totally, totally um, rooted in Africa, babe. Mm -hmm. So if we have more knowledge of self when it comes to all these different things, I feel like, trust me, we'd continue to move further. So short again, of course, that was, that was a long segment, but that was a cool <laughs> hard fuck, and I didn't know some of the things you're talking about too. Um, so, but the question everyone wants to know, and I, I, I don't have, I don't have regrets. But if anything right. I ever had was a regret, was I never got to interview Ronnie Butler before he passed. Say what? I never got to interview Ronnie. I never Mado. got to. I never Mado, got to. Mado, so, Mado. so talk to me about that that type of relationship. Because we got a couple of songs, and everyone know one of my favorite songs was um, Bahama Rock. Um, like so, I think Ronnie is the goat, the the Godfather. Talk to me about that relationship because I show you how different a personal and a working relationship yeah like um with the working relationship uh we didn't get to record in studio together because a lot of people as you know around that time he was in wheelchair and mm -hmm. stuff like that so uh charlie mount and reality went separately to re recorded his vocals and me and father fred he they recorded our um vocals separately but ronnie butler i gotta say for sure he 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 is what you would imagine him to be like when you listen to his music you think of this smooth just like this and then when you see the pictures you realize like he's like this gq just mm -mm. smooth so like every swaggy, swaggy. A swag smooth that's it that's the only words you can really think about so it was a time where we got a chance to perform together i believe it was the gombe festival you see what it's be at awaki and we perform on that together and we had a conversation off stage. And the second time we saw each other was Hurricane Matthew. Remember mm -hmm. that? That would have been 2000, I think, 16 or 17. That was, that was 16. But I, no, no, you're right. It was seven, 16 or 17. Yeah, right. And he stayed at Malia. And I happened to be staying at Malia that time too. And I saw him when I think we was, when we was going around, must see around by the cafeteria. And I stopped and I, I, I talked to him and I hailed him. And he was like, how we got to work on more things and these kind of stuff. And I was like, man, it's just such an honor to even hear you say that. The fact that you telling me. You see what I saying? Like, you telling me you been working stuff with me? No, man. I, like, I, I, I like, can't imagine that feeling. Real talk. And because of him, it caused me to start to go deeper into the history of the music. Like, you know, because when you, believe it or not, when you go search Ronnie Butler, you can see another name and then you can see another name and then you see another name. And it was, we're, after working with him, I got to appreciate Bohemian music more, but, you know, but that, that personal relationship, of course, you know, like he, he ended up passing away, like, like, a, like it wasn't even a year later. Yeah. So like that, that for me was, it just was weird because I mean, I've been dealing with death recently too. So it's like, you know, I, 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 I would just say it was weird for me realizing that, yeah, he ain't here no more dread. Like just he was, was about to start. Yeah. Cause he was one of those people. I feel like a lot of people didn't think he was going nowhere. Yeah, like, like, he was just going to continue to age, 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 like, age. Like, 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 like even basketball, like Kobe was supposed to like, like yeah, 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 still yeah. Be right here. So like, you expect Real. people just, like, it, 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 your mind can't reprocess really process it no more. It, 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 and, until you see something. And, and I think that's why people like us, especially like in this room, we are creators, right? So of course we feel other creators test differently because we, we use them as muses and inspiration. So yeah. it's like, you expect them to be their myth, even though we, you may have met them before or whatever, we, we see them as these mythical creatures who we can always look to and get yep. advice. So we don't expect them to not be around anymore. And just like how you say that, it's like, now that I, like after working with him and when I started to really get like, look into the history. I, I would have loved to ask him of all people, the certain questions that I have right now, mm -hmm. because, you know, I still get to talk to certain people like me and Elon Moxie like this, like oh, we just dope. have like a good conversation about things on the phone, like, you know, but he would have been someone too, that I would have really liked to be like, Hey, how, how you, you feel about this? Yes, yeah. how you feel about this? Or 
when it comes to Bahamian music, like these things, because there's a lot of conversations that keep on getting regurgitated like, to what me. What is Bahamian music? And if you rap in the name Bahamian music, you know, all that. The meme, personally, I think music done by Bahamian. Bahamian music is, if it's done by Bahamian, if you put up your Bahamian touch, that's, that's Bahamian music. I'm glad that you say that. You know why? Because in reference to, I saw you post uh, <laughs> to some Tina, mm -hmm. in reference to the post you made with, you know, the all the artists that's going to be this, on this the one, show. Yeah, that's why I do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, can you believe? I, I don't want to disclose who it is, but there's like some of, of like some very well known people who we would really respect that are upset that people like me and Jamie C are on shocked. the show because I'm it's not 100. We they, we are not behemoth. Yeah, that's I'm, what they I'm said. That we are I, I, not behemoth. And you realize who that was birthed because of this. There's a and it's a subculture of behemoth of Bahamian music that was not respected five years ago. I started with that 2015. So before 2015, other than a couple of radio shows, mm -hmm. you would not get Bahamian rappers and singers and jazz artists or rock like Victor. So I, like, I made it my mission to be like shining like that. But of course, I do, like I said, I love Reggae love that So I still interview them. But the main purpose of who that was to highlight artists like you are because, but you're Bahamian. And, and I relate more to you guys than the ones who, the older ones, because we grew up the same time. So we grew up in different areas. So of course, I, and, I'm shocked. I'm not sure that there's some people who are upset that we have the singers and the rappers on the show. I'm not upset. And then it's crazy, bro, because I stop and I think about Smokey 007, who wasn't doing most of the traditional music. I think about Jay Mitchell, mm -hmm. who was the funk god. Like, you have Wendell Stott, who was like the R&B soul kind of dude. Like, y'all, what y'all, I really would love to talk to them so bad, the yeah. final, but yeah, they, how, what they how, used to talk, yeah, what they used how, to tell y'all, wait. How y'all used to deal with it? Like, how, like, and how y'all used to deal with it? Because again, we live in a small community mm -hmm. and how do you survive when you have people who literally have the, 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 the switch to tell someone to whether they can let you on the show or not let you on the show because of the name or because of whatever, like, again, believe it or not, that scene going be festival. We only end up on that by like almost like a, a they say winging a prayer. Yeah. We only end up on that on a wing of a prayer because the fact that hey, we had to show them that the fact that we have a song with Ronnie Butler and Dustin and X because wow. the first time when we, you know, I remember reality telling us we were supposed to be on the show. We went there. Come time, dudes tell us we in Bahamian. Wow. We can't be on the show. And I remember that. But I remember I can't I can't say the name. But I remember I, I remember writing this my name down in my phone, bro. It's like, bro, I can never forget you, but yeah. cause that did hurt me so bad. Cause all I say to myself, a motto. Like I me who's who be eating cooks and drinks guy just iron man. Bahamian tray, you say Bahamian tray, Bahamian, but like wow, bro. Like if it's anything I put on my back is this country, buddy. Like I like I love my people, but I understand that colonialism play a big toll on this country too. Yeah, you know what I mean? We they think about it. Our Grammy and thing, they didn't finish school. Right, right. They didn't finish school. They didn't want us to finish school. They didn't want us to be informed. They didn't want us to know how to read. They didn't want us to see Sydney Poitier on the wives. So it's like these things to really take into consideration, bro. And they did not want us to see us connect with our Haitian brothers and sisters and our Jamaican brothers and sisters. And that's why you see xenophobia so hyper over here. Because the first jaws what we got, defense for us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These kind of things. These are the kind of things where we hold high to high standard type vibe, you know? So it's like you you really have to think about the subconscious vibe that's being pushed but at the same time you 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 just have to inform yourself you have to really look back on the history and just be like all right this is who i is right, right. so that i could be able to move forward so before we get back out of here my final question i always ask my artists is the song you dropped recently mm -hmm. talk to me about how you draw 
dropped the song in a pandemic. I sure that was like, I don't know how that was like, because most people want to have a big fanfare and performance, but all you just said, you know what? I've been quiet with a music, get the song out. Like, how, how, how talk about that, that thought process? For me, I feel like I had a rare situation again because around the time when Back in Time came out, I didn't release that much music um, before that. And you like, just I, left the label, you said too. Yeah, and I had just leave the label, so it's been, it had been like a couple months, well, before I did actually release something. So I, I had this feeling that a lot of people was expecting something from me because I had people who was coming up to me and asking me, this was, this is a very hurtful question, by the way. And this is what led me to releasing the song. Like, around that time, like I say, it wasn't releasing nothing. People was like, but you still do music? I was like, yeah. Was like, <laughs> like choking on air, bro. Because all I said to myself, but when I home, all I just be doing is writing and this time and next. And then at the same time, being in this pandemic, I can't really do that much. But people was like, but you still is doing music? And then after getting into radio too, people was yeah. like, oh, he, he, oh, he retired. Yeah, yeah. So he, like, he just he just started legal, legal drinking the six now. He retired. Like, you he, know what I mean? So I was like, what oh, But people think I gone, bro. Like, and it, it wasn't really that much would say caused me to do it. But like I said, I always was still doing some writing and stuff like that. And then I was going to the studio with Ray from Commonwealth Studios okay, okay. around that time, right? And... Shout out to DJ Shuttle who work here. Um, he have a dub from Chronic on the back in time rhythm. Mm -hmm. And hearing him play that over and over and over and over and over caused me going back and listen to the song. And around that time, I ended up asking Ray, like, wait, who, who who made this rhythm? And then I asked him, he told me who made the rhythm, Padrino. I hit Padrino up on Instagram, asked him for the instrumental. He I told him the idea, you know, what I was thinking about, and he was he agreed that it was a good idea and then sent me the rhythm. I was, you know, dawning on the rhythm for a little bit. I take like a few days to write the vibe, but I had finished the first piece of it at, at first. And then I let my girl hear it. I was like, how you feel about this? She was like, yeah, finish this, mm -hmm. finish this, finish this. And then I finished the song. And then after that, I was like, all right, I got one. And just was going through the process with recording it. But I wasn't even thinking about, hey. I ain't gonna get to do no shows or whatever like that. Honestly, it was really for the people that support me to be able to get something and know that, hey, I still here and I'm growing in this because I'm sure people were able to see the growth. Between mugger like me to the back. In real. Yeah. So I wanted people to just have something and know that more things come in. But I, I just, I just wanted with, to put little, that with, one in with there. Little appetizer, with little appetizer. Yeah, because, wait, trust me, I've been doing a lot of writing. And like I said, I've been dealing with a lot of things too. Like, um... <sighs> I mean, I don't want to get too deep into mm. this because I know the time running yeah, up, but yeah. I, like I said, I was dealing with the death in the family. Sorry, yeah, my, my father was in Abaco during Hurricane Dorian and he didn't make it out of the hurricane. And that was like heavy. Yeah. Trust yeah, me. Man. It is still heavy even saying it right now. So it's like going through that. Now, nah, keep in mind, that's 2019. Yeah. We just, just celebrated. I don't want to say celebrate, but it was just, yeah. just on the, the two year anniversary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then going into 2020, then the pandemic came in March and it's like, I'm still processing all of this. The pandemic happened and we started to deal with, we started to go through a lot of things financially and everything just was like, yeah. it, it feel like life just was throwing punches, yeah, bro. So I honestly and truly for a long time, I couldn't even write. Yeah. But after I got into like this good spell, I started to do more writing, started to just, you know, get into that flow. But 
Yeah, but it, it, it's been... Life hard, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. been hard. But I mean, at the end of the day, I wasn't focused on whether or not. I like. I just was like, you know what? This is my joy right now, yeah, being yeah. able to release this song. And, see and get people, people reactions to it. Yeah. Yes, because I know that at the same time, too, I'm sure people want to hear something other than COVID and all these yeah. things was going on. This was like a relief. I want it to be not just for me, but for people to just be able to say, yeah. Because uh, artists, you are you are the instrument of a lot of emotions. So you, you could bless you could break up the people's usual flow like because like me I, I always get get um excited my favorite artist rap music oh yeah and that's that takes you remember where you were when you heard that song so mm -hmm. and then that's the whole reason why i use that instrumental too because i know that that rhythm itself has so much history to mm -hmm. it like chronic i know some people can remember like they'll probably hear galwine and think exactly to when they first heard yeah, it so song, yeah. that was the whole reason why i wanted to just use that song so people take can... them back literally take them back in time yes that's exactly what the concept nostalgia is something you, is one of the ways we could we could just you know just hold on to some type of joy mm -hmm. and that's why i also made sure shout out blessed in there shout out mds in there because i wanted to i wanted people to just think mm -hmm. you know because that was another loss that i took that hard was, too yeah, right? I, like, I still ain't really it's i think the pandemic helped me helped me not take it as hard because i used to see mds a lot Mm. So right now, since I seen no one a lot during the pandemic, like he ain't hit me yet. But like when we see the country open up again and we start going on the shows, and I can still I can still be looking for for these on. Like even this show coming up, I could be like I think like because I come in, I come to do the behind the scenes of your show. Right, I could be there and be like, baby, where these is like I, I could, yeah. Like I know I could feel that a lot that day. I'd be like, wait, because like and these is my boy man. So like you supposed to be my brother too. So it's like, but I'd be like, baby, where these. Yeah, and just simple things like that was a lot dealing with in the why because I was like, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta shout out him in some at some point mm -hmm. musically because mm -hmm. I feel like he was someone we lost that was very instrumental, mm -hmm. and then like I, because tapping into that nostalgic, and I didn't even find out I did, I found out afterwards that Blasted was under him, wow. but I just wanted to remind people like, hey, you know, we Blasted, bro, that was an entire moment that I'm sure. A lot of people still remember to this day, still mm -hmm. holding there and dead to them and why I feel it's important for those conversations. Like I say, because if people know about all the great things that Blasted accomplished, MDs accomplished, like these names that we can't let die. Mm -hmm. So these conversations, these kind of names, we need to continue to honor and just highlight, but mm -hmm. because these us, these are people. So yeah, but big up to them. And I'd say... We we going in a good place, bro. Yeah, Trust I, me, I, 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 I could start. The light is getting brighter than the tunnel. I I could see it. Yeah, man. So shout out Trey for coming. Um, I think October tenth is when the the show. I know we recording in September, but I think the the show, the big music show, the day to drop in. September. I, well, okay, we, so it, it, the one on September twenty sixth. That's the recording, but I think it's going to be, it's going to be shown on the Ministry of Youth, Sports, and Culture page. October 10th. Oh, I found the tweet. Um, yes, October, October 10th. Yeah. So, October 10th. Please pay attention. I, this is like almost 20, 25 hours. Like I, that's like it, 48, baby. Well, sorry. I, I know it's, it's split up. So I know it's like, it's like half, half an hour. Some in free some in Nassau. So mm -hmm. please show me your music festival. Um, shout out to all the artists on there. And some of them are on who that, you know? So if you want to learn who these artists are, just go on who that and you'll get their story. Um, shout out again to our sponsors, Collect, The Bear of the Bahamas, Cause, Like The Bear of the NBA. Um, shout out to our producer, the Solid Network, and Tim A, where can they find you? Uh, the, everything is Bahamian Trey, T-R-A-E, and Snapchat is T-R-A-E-242. Everything is Bahamian Trey, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Bahamian Trey. And I can spell Bahamian because you should know. You should know, spell Bahamian. You should know. <laughs> so see y'all next time on Who Dat? But I appreciate this opportunity a lot, bro. Like, Thank you for coming. Thanks a lot, bro. Thank you for coming. Like,
this things like this, like I say, we need more in the in the culture because this history, boy. It's history and you're doing it, boy. I appreciate you. See you next time. <laughs>